Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. 106 in Edmonton, hour number two. Oilers Now, we are live at Rogers Place, Edmonton and the Montreal Canadiens tonight. Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Trusted by 6.30 Chad. Visit their new e-commerce site order supplies printers and more digitex.ca you can reach us on the river Cree resort casino hotline 780-496-0063 text us that's where we're going to go next at 630-630 on our heartland 4 text line think all dealerships are the same think again experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at heartland ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. We're on Twitter, at orders now. You tweet me, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan Escott, at Brendan Escott. Mark Spector is here. He is available at Sportsnet Spec. Stoffer and Spector every Tuesday on orders now for Horse Racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. We'll tell you guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, steak and seafood cooked right at your table, Japanese Village, Edmonton South, downtown, north side, and Sherwood Park. I uh, I had to laugh. I had somebody from the uh, orders come up to me and say, hey, when you got the GCs? When are they coming in? Let's have them, man. It wasn't one of the players. That's Let's all go. I'm going to say. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Here we go. Um, and there is a lot of different perspectives. Uh, Sean has texted the show to say uh, – Fourth year of junior regarding Evan Bouchard, not his third. He could have stayed with the Oilers. He's already their best offensive defenseman, sending him back to the fourth year of junior to play from a rocking chair. I don't get it. I know I'm in the minority, but no one will convince me he'll learn defense dominating another year of uh, junior, nor will anybody else convince me that Bouchard couldn't help this team right now if he was put in the position to do it. That text comes to us from Sean. The Fizzler says, um, 
Uh, Bob, nice sidestep on Spectre's question. Uh, we can't blame the current management until it get uh, fired, right, Bob? That one comes to us from the Fizzler. No, we didn't want to rehash. Look, we've discussed the two trades ad nauseum. Another, uh, the Reinhardt trade and the uh, and the Hall trade and the makeup of the roster. Uh, this text out of Red Deer, nice to have Mark Spector on the show. Only one in the Edmonton media to address the Oilers' problems logically from Randy. Well, not everybody feels that way, Randy. That I'll tell. Say your cousin. Yes, they do. Is that your? Co- that's got to be your your cousin, Randy. Yeah, thanks, cousin Randy. All right. Uh, hey, Bob. It was very important. Apparent <laughs> Sunday night against Colorado. How important an offensive defenseman is to the team's offense. For 12 years, the Oilers have needed that piece to take the next step. Bouchard, Jones, and Bear all could uh, be this. But when do we stop expecting results in the future and start winning now? Uh, again, you can text us at 6:30. 6:30. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, you're getting pounded now. Uh, uh, Trevor says, I'll take a GC out of Red Deer. No, not if you supported Spec, you won't. Again, uh, <laughs> uh, Oilers fan in Calgary, Bob, yes, the Pugliarvi didn't deserve to play with McDavid. Jesse did nothing while here. Uh, these 20-somethings that show up and think they deserve the trophy that this playing with McDavid need to prove it first. Old school, Bob. Old school. I'm the first one to say he didn't play well and made the same mistakes over and over again. Bob, this whole give a kid a, who's struggling a chance on the first line, like. So when you and me used to have this discussion, come on. Excuse me. When you and you, me used to have this discussion, Mark, yeah. it was over Alish Hemsky. But the makeup of the team was different. Well, he was an older player too. No, 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 He'd no. Been around for a while, right? Well, we're, this was 0304, so okay. he was in the 01 draft. Okay. okay? But there was no Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl already on the team. Yep. They, like they, and my point was they needed to embrace him, play him in the top six every night because they needed what he could bring because they had a shortage of that in the lineup. Okay. Now you might make that argument for Bouchard um, in terms of Pulleyarvi and Yamamoto. And again, I think we both think Yamamoto played okay here. He played great and was given a ton of opportunity, yeah, did, and it just yeah, I mean, showed like so many young players, he's not quite ready. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. Lots of players at twenty aren't quite ready. Most, okay. in fact, we're sitting here. We're ready. sitting, you know, and 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 part of me was like, they got to get some traction from one of those two young right wings, and, and they, they and, wanted it and hoped for it. And, you know, maybe it was really hopeful on Bouchard in the back end because of the position and mistakes, and you know, coaches hate guys that make mistakes and. Now, there is a, you know, there there are some people who tell you, nope, you got to embrace those young guys and get them going right away, yeah. yada, yada, yada. How but, many GMs in the league are embracing a 19-year-old defenseman right now? How many? Not a lot. Is there one in Buffalo? How many yeah, others? He's 18. And he's 18. Yeah. Are there any other 19-year-old defensemen there's, in the entire there's no other dra- There's no other defenseman from this past draft year that is playing in the NHL. Right. So, in fact, there are six players in the past draft year in the NHL uh, at this point. And only only uh, two of one of them is a defenseman. Yeah. So this whole thing, listen, Bouchard was minus five in seven games playing absolutely sheltered minutes and only 11 of those a night, Bob. Drake Kajula is minus five over the last I'm four. I'm not talking four, about Drake Kajula. He's minus five over the last four games right. and he's playing with Connor McDavid and Leon Maybe Dyson. he can't play and maybe he should be. We're not talking about Drake Kajula. I'm talking about defenseman here. Yep. The kid was absolutely sheltered, given barely any shifts, and couldn't keep his head above water defensively. My point isn't that he's not a good player or that there's anything wrong here. He's a 19-year-old defenseman who would get crippled this is by the, having to eat those not, mistakes there, every night in the there NHL. There is not a right – put it this way. If, if, if 
fan is texting the show on our Heartland 4 text line and saying, Bob, the Oilers needed to give Bouchard a longer look because they have a shortage of that in the lineup. That is a fair comment to make. And what you're saying two is... Two games it, longer. Was it, he's going to improve in two games, Bob? And what you're saying... And, and the, there, there's one other factor, which is the potential of... Seattle. Uh, Seattle, which is Huge another factor fact. as well. Uh, and what you're saying is true as well. And I just, you know... Some, Don't give me the old, there's good people on both sides, Bob. There Don't are, give me that. There are good people on there both sides. There is no two sides to this. Yeah. Bouchard wasn't ready to play in the NHL. There isn't a person out there in the press box tonight, in a coach, a general manager, a scout, who'd look you in the eye and say, that kid's getting robbed. He should be in the NHL. That guy doesn't exist. Yeah. Not close. There might be some people that would said it would have been intriguing to see if the situation would have continued. They stopped playing him. That's Two. what happened. They flat out stopped playing the guy. Two more how many got, How many rookies in the NHL stopped getting played after scoring a goal? Oh, so he sifted in a long shot that went for a goal. Great. Good for the kid. He got his goal. Nice. They got three goals from defensemen. All, their top pairing doesn't have a goal. There's no doubt that they need goals from their point. There's no doubt they need exactly what Bouchard Anyways, brings. I'm, There's no doubt this, this he's is not bo- even this, near NHL th- ready. This is what we do. As, There's uh, no doubt. So when he is NHL ready, he's going to be a first pairing defenseman in the league. No, in he my won't. opinion, no, he won't. He'll be sheltered his first full year in the NHL when he's ready. I'm saying, you know, when Paul Coffey's first year. We're go. talking Paul Coffey here, and yeah. he was uh, not the most. Now, here's the difference: regular season games meant way mean way more today when 16 out of 31 teams wow. make it, and than, it was a 5-4 league back then, and a three, six, 16 league. out of 21 make it. But Paul yeah. Coffey, people forget this, was scratched in his first year in Edmonton. Yeah, he, he was in. He did not play every game in his first year in Edmonton, and they lived with the mistakes. But it was a different time, totally different era. Okay. Right. Uh, and Jacques Plante didn't wear a mask, you know. <laughs> well, some days listening to you, I don't know if you did. <laughs> like, all right, where are we going here? You had a, you wrote a piece yesterday. I want to switch focus because those are the three kids. There's lots of reasons why the Oilers are in this position. They don't have enough depth. We recognize that. Yes. Obviously, the Sakura injury happening two summers in a row. Yeah, hurts. Th- them. That that hurts them a lot because we might not have been having this conversation at all with Bouchard if Sakura would have been healthy from yeah, day one. That's a that was a, just a tough break. Right. Right. So we might not be having okay. this conversation at all with them. Uh, but up front, they got two guys making a combined nine point one million dollars that it combined for two goals. Yeah. Milan Lucic scored on his first shot of the year and hasn't scored first, and he's done a lot of the other things that, you know, a lot of the things that you can uh, you appreciate that Milan could do. You know, they played Nashville. You could We, we could hear it on the mics. Like, Matias Ekholm had taken some liberties with Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins mm-hmm. in the past, and Milan was in his ear. I'm going to, right, all that kind of stuff that, hey, that's part of what he's got to do to be a successful player. The response against Tampa Bay with Matthew Joseph, you and me would have no problem. Mm-hmm. We know guys that have done that. Play. In fact, come to think of it, oh, no, that wasn't against you. But anyway, it's like, you know, like, we. but the fact is he still only has one goal. And then there's Strom, who I don't know if he's struggling with the trying to redefine himself as a third-line center. He doesn't see himself as an offensive guy. But, damn it, they need more offensive no, juice no out of those two guys. Agreed? Both of those guys. Absolutely. You know, uh, Lucic does fit the ball. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give him credit. He is doing all the things. Like, every other element of his role here, uh, he's doing very well. But in, eventually, two goals in 63 games, you just need goals. You need production. You're paying six million bucks. You need production. All the rest of that stuff I could ha- get from someone for a, a buck and a half. Right. If you told me, I mean, Zach Cassian can score seven a year and intimidate people. Uh, I were, you know, if I'm the orders, I'm paying Lucic six million. It needs to come with goals. The goals have to start to come. 
Uh, I agree with you guys on JP. He's not ready yet. You can see the tools, though. Yamamoto, though, I'm not sure I see an everyday NHLer. Bouchard isn't like the other defensemen drafted this past year. He'd already played three years of junior, and he's going back to a dominant, dominant team to learn nothing because he won't get pushed down there. And if Bouchard isn't ready, then neither is Nurse. Many of the guys rotating in and out of our number six. Yeah. That one comes to us from uh, Sean. Again, you can text us. Uh, the Haas says, blaming Bouchard because the other four guys in the ice are mailing it in is weak. That one comes to us from the Haas. Um, Again, and Spec, you've got Get support. to the smart text, Bob. Find yeah. a smart text. Okay, well. <laughs> the last two are not smart. Spectre is a breath of fresh air in the show. He tells it how it is. <laughs> he, dove, he doesn't have his head up the Oilers' butt. Spectre for host. That one comes to us from Braden. <laughs> that's not what I meant. You got to find a smart take. In you're there. right, because that's not a very, that would yeah. actually require you're you over to You're for three, Bob. Yeah, well, because that's because it would require you to work. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Milan Lucic. Um, plays of he there's been times this year where he's been called for hitting guys too hard yep zach cassian had a penalty like that against florida yeah Are we, who was the guy that hit nurse that got the penalty in, in florida oh in the corner in the corner it was also a terrible call all right like, someone from florida got the same call that the orders are, are they just like is it like like there is a sport that i never understood when i worked at the university and i no longer have it as a cis sport or u sports what sport is that Women's field hockey. I because you know they could only turn one way and there was first of all there's no contact. Well, there's only right-handed sticks in field. Right, only right-handed sticks, which I never got. Plus, they're too short. Right, everyone has to bend over all the time. And I never understood the offside rules and all that kind of stuff. Like it was a, but you know, like so. What? How does does that? Are we getting to the point where in in thirty years now we're only going to have right-handed shots? Nobody can hit each other out there. Don't they wear skirts in women's field hockey? I believe they did at one point. Yeah, we're not doing that, Bob. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's a big issue. Um, you Have know, they taken the hitting out of the game? Well, are they taking it out? Like, let's go big picture. There was a time when they used to fight. They never disallowed fighting, but they just made the rules and they called the games in such a way that there's barely ever any fights anymore. Right. There is certainly the guy who fights is, is a dinosaur. He's gone for the game. No one. Who we love, may I add? Well, like okay. when Jamie Benn squares up with Josh Anderson and throw down. Two guys who can play fight, I think that's great. Right. I don't need... Uh, Steve McIntyre. I don't need Steve McIntyre. Even though he's an awesome guy and I have a ton of respect for a guy who does that, I don't need him taking up a roster spot. This text comes in from Darcy regarding Miko Ratton and was left with McKinnon even when he wasn't producing in his first year in the NHL and had a good final quarter and still was a big minus, paid off in spades in 718 and since. So that yeah. is that is the different perspective. Went to the minors. How old was he when he, he went to the minors his first year. The yeah. second okay, year, well, he was he was at least minus 20. He might have been minus 28. And their team was taking – he hold played on, a, hold on, hold on, hold on. Apples to apples. Where was he when he was 19? In yeah. Finland. No, 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 no. He was a uh, 15 draft. He was in McDavid's draft year. So his 18-year-old year, he started in Colorado, then he went down to the minors for most of the year. Okay. 19-year-old 19-year-old year? 19-year-old year, he played most of the season with McKinnon, and they weren't very good. Yeah. Then last year, lit it up 84 points, and now he's playing well, on one I mean, of the, the difference in those two players, Bob, I mean, there's a lot of differences, but the main one is Bouchard can't go for a year in the minors. It would be awesome. I think he was actually referring more to Paul Yarby than to, I think that was the comparable that he was making. Well, he, sure. So, Paul Yarby had some time in the minors. He's had some time in the league. He is not Miko Rantanen. I'm going to be interested to see what uh, Jay Woodcroft 
you know, because because we're I mean, right now they've got good energy with that group going down there, right? Like they they, well, they, they outshoot. You talk about scouts. I talked to pro scouts. The guys that go in and see Baker's, they're starting to say good things about that team. They're well. saying they can move the puck. They play with a high tempo. They're they have saying a positive, good things, right? Yeah, I've that, talked to them too, and uh, and for many years, both of us have caught up with that scout. That's one of the questions I ask almost every scout. And that there I know. was major into crit- Bakersfield, and in the last few years, they say. Yeah, you know, there's a couple guys, but not much there. And, and now this year, the I'm other hearing, thing that they used to say team. is that they play a lot of older guys. That's right, the, the other right. Thing. No, no. That's so. That's those reports are good. Uh, that's what you want to hear. So, uh, have they taken hitting out of the NHL? Well, not yet. And I know that it's it, at the highest levels inside the league. It is a, a ongoing conversation in terms of let's not take hitting out of the game. Right. Yep. Let's not. Every time Milan Lucic hits someone. But here's the biggest problem, Bob. Uh, it used to be very rare for a guy like Lucic or Cassian to run into a guy the size of uh, Vincent Trocek or Yamamoto, let's say. A guy that weighs a buck 80. That guy didn't play. There weren't as many of those guys in the league 10, 5 years ago. Now, every team has like six. This team's got nine. Right. That we're seeing tonight. This is a small, quick. A small team. And they're quick now. And when Cassian catches a guy who's 170, he's, guess what? The guy goes flying. He yeah. splatters him. And the ref goes, oh, my goodness, what a big hit. If it's not charging, it's got to be boarding or at least roughing. And I think that's where we're going is the refs need to start to look around and realize, wait a second. Just because Cassian hit a guy, it's not his fault that the guy's five foot eight and 170 pounds and let's hope that they figure that out before they just when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it blue nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Call hitting out of the game. You can text us at 630-630. We'll continue down this path on Oilers Now when we return. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're going to get back to some Heartland uh, Ford texts because they're coming in from a lot of different perspectives. Uh, this text comes in, Spectre, you're missing the point, which is why you leave JP on the top line. It might pay off down the road. Uh, this text out of Salmonar, Bob, you never talk about Bouchard's poor skating. His weak skating led to the decision for him to get sent back down from Howie. Howie, the biggest thing that uh, Evan Bouchard needs to learn to do is play with greater urgency at the NHL level and first step quickness is absolutely a challenge for him um, uh, there you uh, there you go uh, this text goes I think you guys are missing a big I- issue Leon Dreisettle's costing his games with his giveaways and lazy back checking never mind he never goes into the corners only time he looks good is on 4 and 4 3 on 3 
Well, we have not talked about that. Another text comes in. Uh, this hockey is getting soft and hitting being taken out of the conversation. This conversation needs way more attention. What's happening to hockey, it's very concerning. I'm glad you guys are talking about it. Uh, there needs to be no, more talk about it uh, throughout the league and its media before the game becomes unwatchable long term. And again, you can text us at 630-630. Brian says, Bob, uh, this text from Brian in Red Deer. There was an interview with Connor McDavid that ran on Chad this morning or some clips from uh, Connor. He says he doesn't care if Lucic ever scores another goal. Uh, that's what Lucic brings. He's earning his salary. What do you guys think from Brian? All right, Speck, uh, you were part of that interview yesterday because I was hosting the show. Asked him the question, as I recall. Okay, well, that's nice for Connor <laughs> to say that. The fact is Milan still has to score here. I mean, yeah, this, uh, this can't be it. Connor showed, uh, I thought, good leadership. You know, he made sure to point out all the different things that are going on in that room and then on the ice and how the Lucic fulfills all those roles. And good for Connor McDavid. That's what a leader does. Uh, full stop. But at $6 million bucks, you got to score some goals. Uh, Full stop. <laughs> okay, more text coming in here. Uh, never take out hitting. The CWHL should have hitting in it. Number one, in the women's game, it's too subjective to a call between a body check and a puck battle. Refs make inconsistent calls, and it determines the games. Number two, the women's game, extremely low scoring and boring to watch. Hitting would help their game, and uh, basically it always does. You know what? I mean, as you know, I worked at the University of Panis. A lot of low-scoring games. I'll, I'll admit to that. There is a lot, of, and there is confusion as to what is body contact and what is. Yeah. I'm not, I've heard that comment before okay. from people that care about the women's games. They used to have hitting, and that, remember that '91 World Championship? And then they took it out. Yeah, because girls were breaking their wrists. Left, left. They couldn't take the physical pounding. There was. It was unbelievable. The Americans and the Canada going. I think it was the '91 World Championship because Canada wore pink jerseys. Yeah, and there were a lot of broken wrists and separated well, they shoulders. Play, they, they play a physical game now. I can at that level. Let's. I'm not talking about kids hockey, but at that level, I see absolutely no reason why the women's game can't have hitting. They play very physical hockey. Yeah, um, you can text us at six thirty. Six thirty. Fighting used to be allowed in men's league even. Uh, you can thank lawyers for the emasculation of sports. Uh, does the league have a choice? Ooh, this is. Unless a concussion can be deemed accidental, it will result in a lawsuit. That one comes to us from IMAC. Here's what I want to say. I think I don't necessarily need to see two guys punching each other's lights out anymore. I think, you know what, we've seen a lot of that, and I get why we don't like it anymore with concussions. I get that. But with fighting, Bob, came a huge dose of emotion. When there's a fight in a game, there's a, there's a residual emotion. Because there's a lot of people that don't want to watch it well, when it happens. Yeah, there's that. But I'm talking about on the ice with the players. And people are on edge. And there's emotion. And when you see a big hit, like, I get how we don't like Torres on Michaelic anymore. Right? That was a head-hunting, predatory hit. But darn it. That turned that series around in 2006. Right? Yeah. So much emotion came from that hit. So my point is... Let's protect heads. I don't care if we don't have fighting and all that. But you tell me where the emotion's coming from. I want the emotion that came from all those things because it made hockey better. Mark, we agree on something. Two quick ones to wrap up your segment today. Uh, Joshua has texted the show. Hey, Bob and Mark, what are your thoughts on Maroon with zero goals this year? He's having a tough year. He's been a healthy scratch last two games. Everything's going wrong in St. Louis. That I looked at that team, the acquisitions they made this summer. Oh, boy, they look good. And They're here, not good. And here's one that will make you laugh. Uh, from Jason from Sangudo, he always makes us chuckle. Bob, one does not need to understand women's field hockey. 
to appreciate women's field hockey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm staying away from women's field hockey. Yeah. I, well, some lovely people. That Drew I, Marshall's going to be phoning you after the show. Buddy. Her dad was the head coach at the University of Winnipeg <laughs> back in the day. And Carla Somerville was got, at the oh, – Uvi- she was a wonderful person. Is a yeah. wonderful person. I got all day. Speck, what's Marshall. happening tonight? 15 seconds or less. Oh, They're going to play hockey out there. They're going to play hockey, Bob. Okay. Uh, the orders are, are – They'll play better. And uh, <laughs> Montreal scores a lot of goals, so the Oilers need five to win. That's what they need. They All don't right. get five, they don't win tonight. Mark Antoine Godin coming up after a Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.